Welcome to the Bended Bottle Podcast with your hosts, Travis Poisel and Mike Sisko. And remember, the biggest joke on mankind is that computers have started asking humans to prove that they aren't a robot. <laughs> oh, no, I get it now. It's because it does ask you if you're a robot. It does all oh, the time. Oh, I get it. How the fuck can a computer... Well, computers are only as smart as the people putting the stuff into it, right? Well, yeah, but I know why they're saying that, why they're asking if you're a robot, because there are a lot of bots out there that are just randomly going onto sites or randomly logging in. You know, it's more of a security thing to make sure it's a human being that's logging in, not, right. not some type of program. So anyway, uh, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. How was your New Year? Yeah, well, mine was fine. I've been sick for, you know, I wasn't here last week and I've been sick. But and you could hear it still. But anyway, do you believe in New Year's resolutions? I don't believe do in. Do you make them? I should say not believe. I, in no, them. I don't believe in resolutions because that's like a waste of time. I I believe in in New Year goals. See, that's for me. No, no, no. See, I don't believe. I don't believe in the resolutions either. In the goals, I mean, if I sit there and say I'm going to lose weight, which that's typical, they're probably not. I'm going to say the top New Year's resolutions here in a minute. But yeah, if you're gonna lose weight, just start it. If you started in August, you started in September. Don't wait to the first of the year and say, "Okay, this is what I'm doing now." This the, the year's it's a fresh year, a new me, a new you, a new whatever you want to say. <laughs> new me, Bullshit. new you. Yeah, yeah, that's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It is. It's dumb. I mean, if you're gonna do something, hey, the best thing that Michael Jackson ever said: "If you want to make the world a better place." It doesn't matter if you're black or white. No, take a look in the mirror and make that change. Oh yeah, no, that's a good because it's 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 not about you know okay it's a new year it's a new me this hey everybody's saying oh I'm glad that fucking year of 2022 is over that's what a miserable year and, 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 and it's, nothing's going to change. No, a lot of that well, the reason the the year was miserable is because you made it miserable. Yeah, it that's wasn't exactly anyone right. else. Well, that's what I'm getting at when people say. You know, I could say, you know, I'm not. I've made a New Year's resolution is not to say too much bad things about people and yeah, and saying, you know, that's my New Year's resolution and say, what's yours? Losing weight? <laughs> you know? Yeah, and well, that's being mean to people. Well, that's why when we decide we're gonna start slimming down, oh, I, I need to do that. For well, I know, but so. that's why I, when I decide when we decide that we we're going to do that, yeah, um, and we decide we we're going to do it at the same time, is that's why I picked December twenty sixth. I didn't want to make it a New Year thing. Yeah, because that's what everybody thinks. It's a New Year's resolution. Yeah, no. no bullshit. I don't. I don't have to start at the first of the year and say, "Hey, now I'm going to do it," because it's a new year, new me. Yeah, no. Twenty twenty two's over. Thank God that year about killed me. Yeah, it's not the year. It's you. It's yeah. It's you and your decisions. And, and I, yeah, that's exactly and that's, and they, right. And if you're talking about New Year, New Me, is it? Are you gonna make better decisions, or are you just gonna be smarter? Which is still making better decisions. Yeah, it's, you know? yeah, that's right. Exactly. Better decisions because hell, bullshit about new year, new me. It's, it starts whenever you, whenever you, you, a mind can blow anything, those clouds away. A mind can do whatever. It can change. Yeah. And like, and even like the changes you're making, is it the change it? You know, are you changing your decisions? Are you changing the people? Are you changing? Right. It's, yeah, you know, that's exactly right. It, like you know, what you said last week, don't. Uh, surround yourself with people who are assholes, basically. Yeah, it, it's one of those where you know, 
and it's it's tough because I mean some of these people that you're around can be your friends and they're still and they're well, down. They have an, and most of them have they just, have other motives. Right. You just got to know. Hey, no, I don't have to follow them. I don't have no. to do what they're doing. Uh, this is me now. This is you know what I'm going to do, and it doesn't have to be because it's January first. You're changing all this. You know, and, it's, and sometimes it's you don't have to, to you don't have to make dramatic life changes. Right. That's exactly. You right. know, if you find something that you're happier that makes you feel better, it doesn't matter what you you know what happened in your past or what happened in that previous year. Yeah, if that is what makes you happier. You or you think you're going to make you a better person. Attach yourself to it. Yeah, there you go. I mean, if 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 you spend your time wasting away sitting on a couch and it's a, what you enjoy doing is it really wasting time well i don't no no if i mean but like you say it's it's you got to make that change in yourself to do it and i know me i i am not a good person at that because i always say like this weight loss thing i'm we're doing that we started on the 26th i i've actually have cut back on the eating a lot oh me too better me too. I, I mean, I'll I'll still snack it every day. I night I'd have to have a. You remember them drumstick ice cream cones? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love them. That's probably not the best thing to eat before you. Do you eat that before you go to bed? Well, I, I have supper at you know. Well, she works late, so we usually don't eat until about six thirty. Which that's the one thing I hate. But I'm I'll eat with her. But because I don't, if I could have my way, I wouldn't eat past six o'clock. Yeah, but that's so hard. That's it so is. hard to do, especially because we're all we're at work till almost six o'clock yeah. after six o'clock. And she works till day. six, so when she gets home, and then we eat dinner. Yes, I have to have a drumstick every night, almost after my meal. I I should look and see how many calories one has. Oh, those things are beautiful, man. No, oh, no, I love those things. I just don't oh, eat them. God. But no, but with this these New Year's resolutions or trying to change, I don't think don't look at it as uh, resolutions or. Or making massive change. Just set, what I do is I set yearly goals. Yeah, you know it's not a lot of them. I mean, like this year I have eight goals I that I wanted to accomplish, and if I can, if I can accomplish eighty percent of them, to me is yeah. a good year. Oh yeah. Like last year, I had I had seven goals. I accomplished six of them. Serious. It's a that's a really good year for me. Wow, that's actually impressive. Now I have now some of them are some of them are big, some of them are small. But they all, but they all average out. It's a goal. Yeah, but they, but it's something that you know, it's, it's something that I don't. Besides set daily goals, but, uh, but like my yearly goals, it's they're more of a process, and some of them are easy processes. Some of them are, you know, about medium, you know, medium hard, and some of them are really hard. Some of them I have to work really hard to accomplish that goal. But this year, I definitely. Uh, have a couple more harder goals than I normally yeah. do. Whoa. Normally, I put myself at two or three hard goals for the year. I think for the eight, there's four, about four, four and a half of them that they're going to be pretty hard to accomplish. But that's what I want to do. Yeah. And uh, because I this year, I, this year's going to be more of a challenge for me. I I, I want to challenge myself more. And, I think I only have one uh, one career goal. Last year I had multiple career goals, and I hit every single one of them. Really? Every single one of them, which I was very proud of myself on that one. Last year was more of a career, more career based, career focused. For so me. the one you got this year is that to own the company? No, but that would be great. <laughs> that would be great. I will unseat. I would unseat them one day. Well, that's. Yeah, but no, but this year they're. I think I have one career goal. This year, the rest are all personal. Oh, really? The rest of them are all personal, which I have 
rarely done is all personal goals. So you're taking a step back and looking. Is I'm taking a step back. Yourself and yeah. saying what you got to change. Yeah. Well, well not so much. Well, there's things I do got to change. What you want to change about yourself. Well, yeah. Or th- there's things I want to reach and I want to get to. Oh. Uh, you know, there's, you know, I got, uh, I'm not going to give away my goals. Oh, it's no, not, no, no. I don't want it's to not some, It's not something I, 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 I'll talk about what they are. But you know, I think some, it's what he wants to have sex six times a week. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's been a, I think there's been a life goal since I was like thirteen. <laughs> oh, at thirteen, it would have been seven days a week, two three times a day. Oh, well, two or three times a day, Jesus. No, at that age, hell. Listen, I, I might have a heart issue, so I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> He's making, making a full week, and then he wouldn't be here anymore. He'd be dead. But I at least have a smile on my face. Yeah. <laughs> Die happy, man. But, but, so. No, it's but a lot of it is, yeah, there's a couple of things that I, I want to, obviously I want to grow as a person. Right. No, I get that. Everybody wants to. But a lot of them are, it's more stabilizing, more stabilizing, you know, my life. Oh, I get that. I understand what you're saying. But you have to, but there's certain things that have to happen for this, for that stability to happen. And, been, yeah, I could I could relate to that actually. Yeah, so so a lot of the, so that's how you know with people that don't worry about resolution. What are you trying to what, what are you trying to resolute? Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, try well, try to reach a goal. You that's know, even better. Yeah, they should call call it a New Year's goal. Yeah. You know, instead of and now we're speaking of that, I'm going to tell you what the top the top New Year's resolutions are mm. for 2023, and these are all it sounds all typical. To exercise more, that's 52%. To eat healthier, that's 50%. To lose weight, all them top three are right there. Everybody says to save more money. That's something that I've always wanted to do, and I try to do that all through the year. To spend more time with family and friends. That's a tough one. All right, so you have uh, exercise more, eat healthier, lose weight, save save more money. And spend this is that just the top and spend five. more and spend more time with family, family and friends. So here's the thing, uh, exercising. If you're exercising, that's you're not going to be able to spend time with your family and friends. Yeah, you can. You got you got to balance unless your you time. unless you join have them join join you. No, you got to balance your time. Okay, so you're going to try to balance your work schedule, your exercise your work exercise schedule, and your life schedule. There's only 24 hours in a day. Well, most people. Like me, when I was exercising, I'd get up at three thirty and I'd do it then. And then, as far as eating healthier, that's just you can. I mean, yeah, that's possible. And then you have and uh, you lose weight and save money, and then hang and on save now. and saving money. Well, saving money is, I guess, you're on. You can you can sit around more because exercising <laughs> because exercising is going to cost you money. Yes, eating healthy is going to cost you that's money. That's good. Any food costs you. Yeah, but money. eating healthy is going to cost you a ton of money. Yeah, right. And so. So if those are the same people, it's more likely they're just because I'm betting they're all in the fifty percentile. Those three, uh, in the fifty, well, the lose exercise more is fifty two percent, healthier is fifty, lose weight is forty percent, save money is thirty nine percent, spend time with family and friends is thirty seven. Now I got three more. Uh, no, I bet you anything though. The people that are saying the thirty nine percent they're saying to spend more time and money, mm-hmm. I would say probably to about, save more money. I would say probably about sixty percent of those people. Are also ones that are wanting to exercise, wanting to eat healthy. Oh, yeah, I get that. So what they're trying to do is to save more money or just and spend time. 
they can't do that with those top three. Well, no. Well, no. Obviously, you can't. Well, obviously, you can't. You're right because the exercise, unless you have the equipment at home or you can do something at home, make your own exercise routine up at but home. But then you got to be away from the house yeah. to do a lot of that. Yeah. And so now we got the last three are. Just, you're definitely not saving money doing it because no. <laughs> you see how much gym memberships are. Oh God! So we got the last three are to spend more time, to spend less time on social media. No, I like never, that one. Yeah, but that's never going to happen. To reduce stress on my job. Okay, that would be nice. That's only 19%. And then... Well, most people don't work. <laughs> oh, God. And to reduce spending on living... To reduce spending on living expenses. In, How do you do not that? In, not in Biden's America. You eliminate... Eliminate what? Eating? Well, Paying per, your bills? Here's the thing. Here's how you reduce it. You buy cheaper foods... You basically live in the dark. Yeah, and you uh, and then all the extras that you have at your house. Extras like the incidentals, like toothpaste for brushing no, your no, teeth, no, toilet no. paper for wiping no, your no, ass, no. and okay. stuff like that. All right, so do you have Amazon and Amazon Prime? Oh, stuff like that. You cut that I out. See. Oh, I see what you're saying. Um, you have how many times do you go out to eat? Well, we haven't lately, but it's sad when it's two of us. Yes, we do that. But, a lot. but if you completely eliminate that, that's yeah. money saved. Yeah, um, right. might as well quit drinking. That's the other thing. Quit drinking. Quit. Uh, Pretty much, you live in the dark, not in the Biden's America, and you can you can cut down on your living expenses. You can cut down, but you're going to live. I'm going to be honest with you. You're probably going to live a pretty miserable life. You're going to live. Yeah, you. I don't. I wouldn't say it's miserable. You. It's because you already got programmed because, into all that stuff. Well, no, such well as here's your the Netflix. thing, though. So you're not, okay. You're programmed into all this but, stuff right now, okay. thinking this is how you need to live. But that is how you live to save money is to watch to Netflix. Save. But if you but to save living expenses, you start cutting that stuff yeah, out because you're like, out. oh, I want to get out more. You know, you want to go. You want to go somewhere. Say, so you want even just going to the park. I tell you, what, right, just to go you to the park. Your house, you, you got to drive. You, it, it costs you money, and at you almost four house. bucks a gallon. Yep. You know, you can't. You're not saving any money, so it's a double edged sword. When you try, what you want to try to do is just manage what you're, what you're, what you're spending. So okay, you have Netflix. Maybe get rid of Paramount. You know? Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, cut down. Yeah, right. Don't cut everything out, basically. I mean, I have a ton of streaming services, but... Yeah, we have quite a few of them. Thank God Julie pays. I know I paid for Paramount, I think. But I only did it for $1.99 for a year. $1.99 for a year? Yeah, it was a special, I think it was. For a year? I think that, or maybe it's a month. Well, did you pay, like, maybe it was $1.99 a month, and if you paid for a year, you got it for, like, 24 bucks. I think, something like that. Okay, I well, it was... that's cool, because $1.99 a year does not sound right. <laughs> but the one <laughs> I like here was when they said to spend uh, to spend less time on social media, because it's funny that they say that one, because I seen on the news today, spending so much time on social media makes you moody or unhappy or something like that. Well, it makes you more sensitive. That's that's what it was. Yes, it's more sensitive. Yes, that's well, and, what it was. I mean, and that, of course. And how? I, why? How? Okay, so you he, believe everything you read on Facebook then, and any comment I don't that think, people I, make? I think that might play a part of it. Uh, I think you might see a lot of information that you you know you see more information than you normally would. You, it's, but it's, a lot of it comes from the people you follow. Yeah. Right. Okay? Right. Right. So it's their opinion. Well, no, they, okay, yeah, it's their opinion, and, and unfortunately, a lot of people disagree with other opinions. But a lot of people are so obsessed with having people as their friends or having followers. Right. Oh, yeah. So you know, 
there's a fine line to where eliminating the people or not always accepting that. I'm starting to learn that. Now, not to always accept a friend request because me, I, I because I literally. Well, oh, I can think of one that I right yeah, off well, yeah. said, I didn't know I did that. That's the thing is, I always say yes, and I don't even think about it. It pops up, I say yes, and I move on. <laughs> I don't even think it, about it's it. It's funny. Uh, some people where you work, well, I could work, maybe even here, I get friend requests, and, and if I don't answer them, I'm always thinking they're going to say, you're a little prick. He's not answering my friend request. They're not me. I would I would fucking say that to you. <laughs> <laughs> like, listen, asshole, we're fucking friends. Accept it. <laughs> Deal with it. Yeah, exactly. But no, I think it's a lot of it is, you know, I, I, and I'll see them on my, I'll see them on, like, I'll see memes reshared, and I'll read it like, well, that was cute, or that was stupid, or right. that's very emotionally charged, and... I don't see. I I must be stupid because I don't know how social media can make you more sensitive. Well, I don't it's, get that. it's no, it's, no. I mean, I'm not going to disagree. You might be more stupid, but <laughs> I am more stupid. But no, it's. I think is you know when you see something, it it triggers something in your brain. You you know you know like you you're reading you're reading maybe you're having a, a certain type of day. And then you're scrolling through social media and you're seeing all these memes shared. And then all of a sudden you see a bunch of memes that it feels like they're literally talking about your day oh, or talking about like you. Are the ones that I say that. No, I get. See about how, this, how we had it better in the 70s because yeah, of music and I, stuff uh, like that. No, I get that. But, the, you know. I think they mean more sensitive as, as you were, you know, how you bust my chops saying that you need a safe space. Yeah, and I, I, yeah, and I just fuck what, with you on I that. I know that. <laughs> I think that's what they're talking about when they say it makes you more sensitive. You need your, because you're getting offended because of all of that. Well, that's what crap. I'm trying to get to is like, if something has affected you during your day, then all of a sudden you see something that you feel like is either attacking you or, or it's tugging at your heartstring. You know, that's where it's like, that's where the sensitivity is coming. You know, it's one of those where, you know, then all of a sudden you're relating to that person. Yeah. And then when you realize you, so you click on that person's page and then what makes you real sensitive you start going through that person's page and it's like oh no this person's a fucking douchebag <laughs> i am too sensitive okay, to like i only agree I only, yeah i only agree with one of your posts now i'm offended about you and then all of a sudden now every single post you see that person and you're trying to attack that person yeah right i'm getting something in the yeah. headphones but anyway that uh, so you you're obviously on facebook yeah, but I'm not on it a lot. No, no, no. I just, I'm saying because Facebook has all these articles that you see. You know what I mean? That you read. It'll, you know, it'll have a story in there. Yeah. How much of that do you think is actually true? Because I read. I was reading one that, I, that made me think of this because I was reading one about because a lot of my feeds are music, and it was about the Beatles. And the last one I read was somebody saying that uh, that they had this theory that John Lennon sold his soul to the devil to make him a music icon. Or I'm sitting there thinking, what is with people? And it, people just other stories up. like that saying, you know, you, you read it, say it's a five minute read. Yeah. But it, it's 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 just one person's opinion. It's got to be. I mean, I don't know what it is. It's just so stupid. I don't know. You, 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 I start reading them. I'll start reading a lot of them because I'll be interested. I'm like, this is bullshit. This can't be right. Well, I think any more the uh, it's I think any. Anything being written now is more opinion than it's ever been. Yeah, it, it is. There's, I agree there's with nothing that. much factual in information, and a lot of stuff that you, you, know, read, you don't think so. Not much. That's, facts, that's what I'm getting at. I don't fa- think there people, is either. People don't care about facts. People people just want to see what want to read something what someone else is thinking. 
and is interesting. It, and that's pretty much how that's pretty much how media has gone. If you even watch the news, it's more opinion than fact. See that's what's so sad. I uh, when I you don't you don't get the straight news. You don't get the straight news. I because hate that. even if you do okay, see even when they actually start talking about the straight news. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you have a thousand opinions that follow. And that's what that's what you, people. That's what I think most people got to realize. It's an opinion. When I say something, it's an opinion. It's not. I've well, been but, accused but, of being okay. But that. if I'm watching, okay, if I'm watching, I'm watching local news. I'm watching local news just for the facts of the day. Yeah, right, right. Now national news, okay. I'm looking for a mixture of both. Yeah, a mixture. Now I don't. Now you go on to like CNN, MSDNC, and those type I don't of. Don't know that one. Uh, that's MSNBC, but they're the hundred percent behind the Democrats. But no, when I go to those, I'm you know like, but I'm not, I'm like this like CNN. They're a hundred percent opinion. There's nothing factual about any of their newscasts. Nothing. I when I watch news, when I watch Fox News, Fox News used to have a good mix of factual and opinion. How do you know it's not factual? How do you know? Uh, by the amount of information I take in, you can kind of piece the facts okay, to the so fiction. You're seeing, you're listening to a story on the news, and you say that's not fact because I read it over here. How do you know? It's not fact? just because not just not just that one place I read it. It's if I've read it you, from multiple very okay. multiple sources that are almost nine times out of ten. Yeah, are always telling you the facts. Are always telling you exactly what's happening. Nine times out of ten. Nine times out of ten. There's yeah. a, there's that one time where they might. It, uh, it's not misinformation, but not tell you the, the entire truth of what, what's right. going on. Okay, and and I think it's a lot of it, and a lot of that just is it, just to play up that they need to have an opinion side, just not a factual side. Okay, um, okay. You no, know, because there's like there's people like Peter Ducey when I listen to him. You know, he's a very factual person, but there are times he does give his opinion, and well, I wasn't listening to him for his opinion. Um, and who is he? What's he on? He's he's a uh, White House correspondent for Fox News. What's his name? Peter his name? Uh, Peter Ducey. I do know that name. Yeah, and um, no, so it's one of those. So you, so if you read something and it's something like okay, that's bullshit, you might want to look at another source. But I also listen to a ton of podcasts that are pretty much right down the middle on their conversations you know they don't lean one way or the other if they do lean one way or the other they still uh will talk about the other side of the other side of the conversation and but no you will see i think but definitely a lot of things that you see on social media is well if you're reading articles on social media they're already being um filtered to what you already look at and listen to there say that again so it's the, the articles or stuff that pops up on your newsfeed, like on Facebook. Yeah, there they they you start getting more of certain things that you like. Oh yeah, because if, if you of click on something. Well, yeah. they well it's not just not on. But the thing is, it's not just when you're on Facebook. Yeah, if you're looking something up or if you're doing something, then when you get on the Facebook, that those type that type of information is coming back to you. Something you searched on the internet. Yeah, right, 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 right. Or it's it's like. If we're on our phone talking, I'm not. We gotta just have our phones by us. This is what's weird. Oh and yeah. And you talk about something. Next thing you know, it pops up on your. Oh, I've screen. had that. I hate that. That bothers me. Yeah, I've definitely had that happen to me hundreds of times. Okay. But never one. You know, I don't. The only thing is, I don't get gun advertisements. 
Are you listening, phone? I'd like to have some gun in, a gun information coming. But they won't. My phone. In, with these leftist programs, they'll never pop it up. Oh, that's so stupid! Why don't everybody else leave everybody else alone? Okay, that I know we impossible. have we have to live by a certain moral compass, I guess. Maybe you should. Well, yeah, you should, but the left doesn't believe in that. Well, they everybody needs to. It's, Their compass is the right. It's like they say, clean up your own backyard. You tend to your business, I'll tend to mine. But we gotta have, we gotta have laws. We do. We do have to have laws, but anyway, that's what I, I don't know. I was thinking about all that Facebook crap and it's, it's, it's interesting to me that I just want to say whatever I say, that's just my opinion. Julie gets mad at me, thinks I'm, I I think I'm right all the time. That's not what I'm doing. I'm giving my opinion. (laughs) Here's the thing. I've been accused that before. And the thing is. I do believe I'm right most of the time. Yeah, you do. I know that. <laughs> and, and, and if I if I'm saying something, but here's the thing: when I'm proving that I am actually right, well, yeah, that's different. That's a different thing. But if I'm just saying something, it doesn't mean I think you're wrong. Prove me wrong. I'm just giving you my opinion. That's all I'm doing. Just like as you're coming back at me, giving you your opinion. That's fine. No, oh, yeah. But I'm not that. But uh, anyway, another thing I was going to talk to you about. I brought it up earlier. The Pope. Did, did you bring the Pope up to when me? When I was there? talking to you out there, that there's 90 other Popes buried in that oh, thing yeah. underneath. <laughs> that is just creepy to me. Have you never you, heard of anything like that? No, I, I kind of figured there were those in the Besquiel thing, Besquela, Bestila, I can't think of what it's called. But it's it, there's 90 other Popes down there with them. Can you imagine going down there? It's got to be, I don't know if it's, if it's all full of dust and all, I just think of old, old dusty ones like you see it in, you know, Raiders of the Lost Ark when he's down there in them old tombs. I'm thinking, God, that's a graveyard built with a basquiel on a bed. How do you pronounce that word? Basquiela, basilica, basilica, basilica. Oh, like you're going to ask me? I can't pronounce normal words. But, but ninety other popes. And did you know the, uh, the pope now is worth two point five million. Well, well you know. go ahead. Tell me how the Catholics are corrupt. <laughs> you like read my mind because I, they are. They're, no, they're, okay. the, they're, they're, they're the, the original criminal enterprise. They, they the original. Not, okay. They are not the richest. But they're the original. They okay. used to be the richest. I'm going to tell you that. If Greek Orthodox are worth $700 billion, if you have that much kind of money, there's going to be corruption no matter what you do. Cause you, you, know, and they, you know where they learned it from? The Catholics. <laughs> I'm we telling are the you. first. Hey, exactly. The first crime family. The first. They are not a crime family. Are you serious? They're like the Bidens. No. They oh, have their hands. Don't even they have put their, me in they, there with they have that their, jackass. They have their hands in everything. Yeah, well, hey. And they're always the, looking for a kickback. Nuns, always still, looking for a kickback. All churches are looking for kickbacks. Yeah, but they're looking for bigger kickbacks. No. That, Do you see the cathedrals that they build? Yes, okay. And some of these other churches, they're like, what, you can fit 50 people in there. Let me tell you here. The richest religions, okay? All right. Greek science, Orthodox. How about it, Scientology? <laughs> that's probably in here. Uh, Greek Orthodox, Orthodox <laughs> is $700 billion. The Church of Later Day Saints, the ones who do the soaking. Later. La- <laughs> later, baby. 100 million. 100 billion. Catholic Church in Germany, 26 billion. You so say, it's ca- going you say down. Catholic Church? In Germany. Catholic, Catholic Church. Catholic Church in France. Catholic only, Church. Yes, 20. But you reading the numbers? No, keep, are different. no, keep, no, keep naming it off. 
uh, Catholic Church in Australia, okay. Seven Day Adventist. Those people were different. The, uh, Those are the ones you couldn't work on Saturday. Church of England, Church of Sweden, uh, Scientology, two billion they're worth. That's it. Yeah, it's like, but there's like Church of Celebrities. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. But I'm just saying that you think Catholics are the most corrupt. Okay, so you broke down. So I don't know, what you just read I me. Mean, there's three, but as the Catholic religion in a whole. What what is the amount? Well, if you want me to do all that, it's it's uh, all these Catholics. It probably adds up to almost like a hundred billion. But that's all of them. Where's the? Well, yeah, and they all go to one thing. They all go to one person. It all goes to one place, the Vatican. Uh, yeah, I suppose it probably does. Maybe we're not a crime family. We're not the Bidens. Oh yeah, <laughs> you're right. You're richer. <laughs> Um, yeah, in fact, 16 companies had more than $170 billion in revenue, but the global revenue, and obviously the Catholic Church, has extensive operations in Europe and Latin America. Okay, all right, hold on. So the Catholic Church has uh, 1.2 billion Catholics registered. Huh, they do? Yeah. So... Uh, just think of this. Think how rich and corrupt this uh, this religion is. It's just if every single one of you just donated one dollar or gave one dollar to the Catholic Church, one is <laughs> one point two billion dollars. If every single Catholic just gave one dollar, so and you know, yes. and you know, people give more, <laughs> a whole lot more. So the church was able to acquire land. And most notably, the no, of course they acquired states land, acquired surrounding land. Rome. Yeah. yeah, but they just took it. Acqu- acquired. They converted pagan temples and claimed relics for itself. <laughs> right. So that is kind of corrupt there. Yeah, and it was just saying they did money laundering became, for the mafia. They did money laundering for the mafia. They did it for the Nazis. They they uh, became Europe's largest landowners for the next they thousand gave, years. They gave funding to priests that were pedophiles. Well, see, okay, now tell me, do these other religions have these pedophiles? Not such a grand scale. Or is it just that we're always picking on the Catholics? No, the grand scale and the You're Catholics are hiding them. We get to play bingo on Fridays. We can, you, know. I, you get to perform at them. <laughs> just think, just think the Catholic Church in 2010 it, yeah. spent $170 billion. On what? Uh, things like healthcare, schools, parishes. And you know, the the Vatican Bank is not a uh, is uh, is not a private bank. There are no owners or shareholders. So you know, and did you know, if it's still true, the nuns around where we at own. I told you this before. Own the liquor license. If it's still true, to Red Robin, they sold Red Robin, but they kept the liquor license. <laughs> oh, I believe it. <laughs> Now look at this, uh, Vatican City in 2011, all right, which is you know the country of the Catholics. They brought in a revenue of 308 million dollars as people coming in and visiting. Visiting the Vatican? Yeah. They. they what do they charge people to go in and look at it? They have gift shops and, oh, and yeah, stuff that, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure you you pay for some holy water. Pope gives you the, the hail Mary, praise Jesus, yeah. whatever. they Whatever the hell that is. Yeah, sure. Which I don't understand that at all. <laughs> the uh, okay, so it's like any other thing. There's 
okay, so we knew how to make the money and keep the money coming in. Yeah, to hide all your other crimes. Oh, there's no, uh, there's no crimes, no crimes. <laughs> there's tons of crimes. The, uh, Very well how documented. How much did you say they made in the year? Just, just in, just in uh, revenue in 2011. Just in revenue uh, coming into 2011. The, people coming into the city. Yeah. Uh, 308 million. That's pretty good. They had 20. They had, this is in 2011. That, 11 years later, that's probably billions now. Now, do you think all these people that are going to see this pope are there for actual, actual, actual mourning this guy, saying this is sad, I want to see him, you know, or do you think they're there for, for publicity, I guess, and so to speak, or not publicity, but something along that fact, you know, not all what sixty thousand, some are probably going there saying I'm going to get on TV, maybe I don't know. Um. The sixty thousand. They thought thirty thousand were going to be there, but it ended up being like sixty thousand. It's a hard question. That it's a hard question to answer. I. That's just my, my cynicism coming. My out. best guess is eighty percent are there for to show respect. Yeah, they they really are mourning his death. It's but because twenty percent. Uh, okay, I'll say one percent is to commit a crime. Because oh sure that's a that's a that's an open invitation for well, because you're literally like in a sovereign country that you have priests controlling your security. Oh, the Vatican City, what that's just a that's just it's a, a, it's a, it's a sovereign or, country. It is. Yeah, I the Vatican. The Vatican is its own country. We've gone over this, I do believe, before. But the Vatican's its own country. Yeah, I it's sovereign that. from Rome. Um, but uh, I think one percent is definitely there to commit crime. I. think think five percent is to make a mockery of what's going on let's see that's what i that's my cynicism coming um, out. people because they showed all these people and they're you know waving and all that sitting but i think I, the other 13 percent there is just to watch just to watch not to not to mourn or anything no because i think at least 13 percent that's what irritates or me most about people why go there and do that if you're going to go there go why there. not why go there for the reason of mourning the guy and showing respect? But it's their freedom and their human right to do whatever they want. Yeah, but so they won't go there and just watch a mockery. I mean, if there, I mean, I'm not going to say what I want to say. Thirteen percent making a mockery of the Catholic. What's going on with the Catholics? Why hold back though? Why? Because I don't want to offend you. You won't offend me. I don't get offended. Offend you with your religion? I think the Pope owns fifty-one percent of General Motors. Yeah, the fifty-one percent he bought from, you know, the United States government. Hey, if they're willing to sell it, hey, maybe. the fact that the government owned it, fucking Obama is fucking allowing that shit to happen <laughs> or been making that shit happen, fucking piece of shit. Just let the fuckers fail. If they can't make good business decisions off of your fucking bullshit policies that they supported, then it's their fucking problem and it's your fucking problem. Let the motherfuckers fail. Let's go. Was to go bail out major corporations because they followed your fucking policy, so you felt guilty because you fucked up and fucking yes. fuck Obama, fuck the government. No, Obama was stupid. We it was that he. You think he'll go down in history as one of the worst presidents? He, he is the worst. Well, no, Jimmy Carter and Joe Biden are fighting for that fucking title. <laughs> but Obama was a shitty ass fucking president. Shitty president. We showed no GDP, no significant GDP growth. Uh, his policies literally fucked our country badly. He did I illegal. That. He had illegal fucking uh, executive orders 
So it's, you know, because Obamacare is an executive order. It was never, ever voted on by, by Congress oh, yeah, or the he, Senate. Yeah, right. I knew that. It was an executive order. Right. An illegal one that our fucking piece of shit Supreme Court allowed to fucking happen. And they won't over, they'll overrule uh, Roe versus Wade, but they won't, in which was a legal precedent. But they won't over. They both they won't, won't overrule an illegal fucking uh, executive order by a piece of shit president. Well, a lot of how many presidents have these executive things? Well, every single president has do. executive order, and which is their which is their right. right. Some you know like Biden and like the. I think rule. we even looked it up one time. How yeah. many each one of them had? But they like to rule by executive order. It's because you know they can't just be the president of the people. They can be like they want to treat themselves like a king. As I said earlier, it's not we the people anymore. No, it's we the politicians. Yeah. But no, it's the but Obama doing these illegal executive orders, and then you know the things that Trump got uh, blamed for that Obama actually did at the border, you know, and things that oh, and yeah. things that Biden or, or or Obama actually said out loud about illegal immigration, you know, he he was praised for. Trump literally was more sensitive about it and got fucking crucified. He, did, he got crucified over his so, stuff. You're right, but you know. But his his policies were terrible. His policies oh, literally set us back Obama. so much, and it didn't allow any growth. It put such a hamstring, and and choked uh, people growing their businesses and people having opportunity to, because they're all because these these piece of shit leftist Democrats like Obama, his fucking uh, his his husband fucking Michelle Obama, fucking. They they believe in these socialist policies of uh, of opportunity of outcome instead of just having. Uh, equal opportunity, you know, oh, yeah. opportunity. So socialism. Yeah. So opportunity of outcome, or uh, was it outcome equity, or however they put it, is no matter what, you're going to have a positive outcome, right? Instead of just having an opportunity to get a positive outcome. So what you do is you bog down the economy, bog down the op- bog down opportunity. So no matter what, it's not to be good outcome but everyone's gonna have the same outcome yeah which is a shitty outcome so that's not right i, I agree with that that's not right that's, that's horrible and that but is, that's, that's that what just is, saying okay so you got all this money over here hey you don't need that much more let somebody else have well, it yeah. with you okay so me and you go into me and you go into a field okay we have okay we are in the same field yeah all right we have this we have an equal opportunity to make money right all right so we do the exact same thing. We go after it the exact same way. You have a you have a you have a better outcome than I do. Yeah. And Obama's world is, and same as the socialist world, and same with Biden's world is. No matter how good your outcome is, I need to have the same exact outcome. Yeah. Right. That's well. That's socialism. Yeah. So no matter how well you do, right, you're a, not going to. You're not. They don't believe you should reap that benefit. Right. Everybody else should be equal, and that's it's not right. No, if I work my as, ass off. If I got more than you, well, then I, I hate to use the word deserve because it's deserve is something else. But you know, but you do I deserve it. I worked my ass off for it. I earned it, not the, deserve it. I earned it. But the, the, the but the fact that and not and you're not going to sit there and tell me some slup who's off welfare is going to should have the same prosperity as I do. the same outcome as you. As I, yeah, no, it's wrong. It's absolutely. Yeah, but they should always have the same opportunity. Yeah, they everybody has the same opportunity. But there's the thing. But the thing is, is opportunity the, is they, always out there. But it's it's they they have the same equal opportunity, which is great. They do. But they but the equal outcome is not. Well, no, it's it, if you. That's because they're not pursuing it. Well, no, but they, that's what they want, and that's right. The, no, that's, that, that's what they want. But I, every, like you're saying, everybody starts off 
with the same opportunity as exactly. the next person. So the fact that me watching you do better than it should tell me something. I need to do something different. Yeah, exactly. It should say, okay, maybe I better get off my ass and start doing something to make it. You but know, in I o- can do this too. But in in Obama's world is no me watching you do that. I need to go straight to the boss. Like I want what he's getting. Yeah, right. Exactly. But I don't want to do anything different. Right. That's what. And that's so fucked. And up. In his and in, in Obama's world is that the person I got my boss I got to talk to is like okay. Yeah. You're that, right. Yeah. Right. You're right. No, I'm not right. You know, that's the thing. And and because these guys are so sensitive of hurting that 2%, that 3% of someone's, you know, because like they're, we're making laws now for the 3%, the 4% of the population, all these transgender laws, all these oh. gender. So things are, so, so things that are changing in, in Hollywood or what we're seeing on TV, what we're seeing, oh my God. what we're hearing, how you can talk to people changing of the of the of the the, the american language and is it's it's all catering to a to the smallest percent of the united states but we're actually dumbing down america by doing this oh yeah and we're making other stupider every day oh, yeah, and other countries are are seeing that and they're they're taking now they see an opportunity and they're taking it you can see it happening you can see what russia's done against the fucking shitty ass fucking ukrainians you see what China's doing to the fucking Taiwanese. You see what North Korea is doing to South Korea and Japan. They are. You see what Iran's doing. You see what Iran's doing to uh, what they're looking at possibly doing with Israel. And um, I saw something else that they were doing. I can't remember. But they're taking opportunities to take over and to show a bigger dominance because America's weak. We, they never did. They wouldn't dream of doing that because they knew America was more powerful. They knew America had balls. They knew America wasn't going to be sensitive and coward. Well, that's not what they see. When they see this bumbling idiot in office now, all they see is a fucking coward. And all the they see is weakness. Going on around here. But yeah, when when our military is more about being gender gender neutral or right, being right. gender gender affirmation affirmation and uh, teaching you how to hate America. Of course, these countries are going to fucking come at you. They're going to. It's too. it's it's ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. It is. It's it's a, it's very. We are dumb, America. We need to stand up. All right, you're getting me a little fired up with all this shit. That's okay. That's every now and again we need to do that. Now we can always talk about something. But like, the one thing that, and this all started with Catholics. Yeah, because I thought I I find it creepy that it imagine. Imagine how many dead bodies are... Well, you know, I mean, there's a ton of dead bodies uh, buried by the Clintons. Imagine how many um, Biden has. Jesus. That crime family probably has some fucking... Has probably mass graves all over the place. You know you know, the Clintons have mass graves everywhere. <laughs> Jesus. I bet you the Clinton Foundation was just a cover for trying to hide all the dead bodies around the world. It's in one spot though. It, it's it's there's a tomb underneath that freaking what did they call that castle he lives in? He doesn't live there. I don't. The, yeah, he must. The, the castle. The best deal. The best. Yeah, it, what is they call it the catacombs, right? They didn't say catacombs. They just I'm said pretty sure it's, I, I, I'm pretty I sure it's a word that I've heard before that described this uh basement tomb. It's probably but it is, but it just it just creeped me out when I heard ninety priests down there, all probably I don't know I I just like I said it when I imagine it in my head I imagine it like Indiana Jones going down to these old dusky tombs where these skeletons are at scary looking fucking places, but anyway, what's the next thing you got? I want no because you brought this up and we're going to talk about it because it's uh 
these furries. Furries, yes. All right. I don't understand it. I really don't understand. Tell me why you wanted to talk to me about furries because I, I didn't. I just I heard about them and I've known. No, you about didn't. Them. Yeah, you told me make sure you look up furries because it's it's just. It, it, what brought this up? What brought this up for you? Uh, at Christmas Eve at my brother's house, we were all discussing things, and my nephew, nephew, great nephew, or whatever you want to call him, was talking about how. You know, I don't know all this stuff, and all of a sudden he brought up furries, and I'm like, oh my god, those people are, are just you know different. He's and he said it's not all about sex though, and it's but everything you see, it's about you know, yeah. I, I don't know what it is. And okay, all right. So, what is furry sex? All right, this one, <laughs> Jesus, because this I, I when when I found out <laughs> what this was. <laughs> I'm I'm just I'm just confused. I, one, I don't understand what the intrigue about dressing up as a furry animal. I don't understand the intrigue at all. But furries are people who have an interest in anthropomorphic yeah, animals or animals with human qualities. Oh, why do they just say that? Why do they gotta put big words? Yeah. Uh, many furries create their own animal character known as fursona. Persona, persona. <laughs> what the fuck? Right. Which functions as their avatar within furry communities. There's communities. Yeah, they, these things are big. What the? F- are you serious? Yes. I kind of want to check it out. <laughs> I mean, oh shit! They, uh, I'm getting interested. If they walk around in their what costumes, kind of, what kind of furry would you be? I don't know. I thought about that. I don't know. I would. I be a fox? I don't know. Would I be a be bear? Big ass fucking fox. <laughs> <laughs> a foxy baby. <laughs> All right. Well, well what you, hang on. What would you be? It's a good question. It is. I don't know. know. I don't know what my first soda would be. What would I want to do? What would I want to dress up as? I'd be comfortable around people. Well, you're gonna have other furries around you, so it's not like. You're but gonna... getting to the furries, you're obviously dressing at home. Ooh, I guess. So I, imagine walking. We need to find a furry and get him on the <laughs> imagine, imagine walking out of your house dressed as a furry. Imagine living in a city, <laughs> walk into a bus, dressed as, as, as a raccoon, as a furry, <laughs> and then. <laughs> because I'm gonna be honest with you, if I'm on the bus and I see someone dressed, <laughs> I'm gonna stare. Because oh, yes. I'm, I'm, I want to see what's gonna happen next. next. <laughs> Costume <laughs> party? That know. would not cross my mind, especially if it's say I don't know, middle of June. <laughs> yeah, I guess it would. You dressed, you're sitting there dressed like a fucking cat. God, I'd like. I gotta think of a good fursona. Well, <laughs> well, fursonas are each based on an animal, a dog, cat, reptile, bird, wild animal, and even mythical creature. What kind of mythical Oh, I'd Ooh. be a mythical creature. Oh, uh, what's, the, what's the one that you're half man, half horse? That's a, oh, God. Is that a... Taurus? No, that's no, uh, It's like a... Yeah. Oh, what the fuck? No, that's Why a Taurus. That's a fucking dinosaur. St- is, it, is it a matador? No, matador not a matador. is a freaking no, dog that's bulls. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, oh, maybe I'd be a bull. Ooh, oh, maybe a, oh, a bull would be fun. A bull would be good. That'd be really fun. Take but the bull a, by the horn, but a bull by the So furry, so you don't have to be fucking like something furry. You can be like. Yeah, it said birds and reptiles. Reptile. Reptiles creepy, though. That's not a furry. But a mythical creature. What else could be a mythical, mythical creature? creature? Ooh, dragon. That's, can that's imagine, mythical, I guess. Oh, Can you imagine like the dinosaur costume? How about, <laughs> how about Medusa with the snakes coming out of her hair? But that's. 
That's a woman. Is that a myth- mythical creature? Yeah, that's Greek mythology. Hmm. <gasps> Zeus. Ze- but that's, not a, but that's, that's not, a not a furry. That's not a furry, no. That's not a furry. You would have to, <clears throat> neither is Medusa then. Well, yes, it would be because it could be a reptile and there's snakes coming I, out of her head. All right, so that's weird. They walk up, okay, so these mythical creatures, they walk up right like humans and do. Of and course often they do, they're humans. Have a cartoon like appearance. Furries represent their personas through art, writing, online identities, or in the, of course, online identities, fucking, or in the creation of fursuits, <laughs> which are elaborate costumes depicting the individual animals. Some fursuits, <laughs> these words are amazing. I want to start making up words. That's what I'm going to start doing. Well, it's got to be with fur, though. <laughs> okay. Wait, hold on. I just lost my place. Okay. These f- creation fursuits, which are elaborate costumes. Okay, I read that part. Some fursuits are full costumes, while others are partial, including animal ears, tails, and yeah, gloves. Tails are a little big thing. Oh, well, yeah, butt plugs. But, no, tails. Butt plug tails. That's not a butt Oh, I guess I guess it. How the be. fuck are you walking around with the tail without it's inserted somewhere? Oh God, that's disgusting. I never thought of it that way. <laughs> I wonder if it lights up too. <laughs> <laughs> Get your own fucking backup light. All right, hold on. I'm bad. All right, the furry fandom thrives in an online space. Of fucking course it does. <laughs> Many individuals also meet locally or nationally to engage with like-minded fans. I need to find this. I died. <laughs> I we need, need to. to find where a furry I want to go. community is. I want to go. I don't know if I'll dress up. I really want to go and we check it out. We need to take the Walt with us. Oh, my God. Dress his ass up. Each year, furry enthusiasts meet at a conference across the country. At conferences across the country. These are conferences? They, yeah, they have all this shit. I got to fucking check this out. We'll find, let's find a community. The com- Oh, Jesus. All right. Of course, this is in this article. Of course, this has to be said. Uh, the community itself is known for its diversity and acceptance. <laughs> well, you better be you're dressed up as a God fucking dang. animal yeah. or whatever the fuck How you are. How come you don't accept me? It's, we'll take the fucking animal I don't, head off. I don't accept you because you're not furry enough. You're not all there. <laughs> One third of the furry community identifies exclusively as heterosexual. Uh, and furries are five times as likely. Now, this is not fucking confusing or uh, not confusing. This is not surprising whatsoever. But the furries are five times as likely to identify as LGBTQ plus hashtag divide sign quotation mark. <laughs> pansexual. Uh, What's pansexual? Which are typically... Stop asking me questions. I don't know what fucking pansexuals are. <laughs> People that don't like sex only like to have furry sex. Or they want to get hit with a pan when they're having sex. Maybe. But they're lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, transsexual... What's the difference? Queer, questioning, questioning. Questioning? What, what the hell is questioning? Does that mean you're questioning? Intersex, what? asex, pansexual? Intersex. What the fuck what is, is intersex? I, I'm so afraid to look them up. Well, I'll look them up for you. Uh, then While the, you're reading about it, I want to know general, what intersex is. And what's the other one? Pansexual? How about questioning? Yeah, questioning. Oh, God, that's a good one. Qu- that's got to be questioning what are... Questioning sexual? Yeah. What the fuck? All right. How to explore furry sex? Oh my oh gosh! Now God. this is this is where it's at. Apparently, <clears throat> if you're interested in the furry community, okay. See that right there. Now, actually, now I think about it, I am definitely interested in the whole furry sex things, especially when it's five times more <laughs> likely that it's going to be an LGBTQ hashtag divided sign. Number one, number two, number three, number four. <laughs> so community. hang on for a second. Here's what pansexual is, and tell me this is not something already. 
pansexual or romantically attracted to people regardless of their sex or gender. Wouldn't that just be bi? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. That's Yeah. What? That's what That's weird. What's intersex? Intersex. Oh yeah. Go ahead now. Keep okay. reading. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> okay. If you're interested in the furry community, you can explore these feelings in a number of ways. What are these number of ways? You're too close. No, I wasn't. Uh... Oh. All right. So, for example, you can attend furry conventions, also known as fur cons, <laughs> which I, I'm. I was very interested, but I'm getting uh, my interest is starting to go down. These public events, they're public. Like, out in the open? Yeah. Oh, man. This is like Comic-Con? Uh, these public events allow hundreds or even thousands, thousands, thousands of furry people? They're, this is a big thing. This is fucking crazy. Even thousands of furry fans to attend panels? Panels? Who the fuck's talking at these panels? Events, merchandise booths, live music, dance contests. <laughs> Would you like to see that? <laughs> you have to perform there. Oh, my God. At a furry, that, that, at a furry community? Yeah, because you're getting paid. Yeah, right, exactly. All right, hold on. Dance contest, which would be interesting to see. Games and more. What kind of games? And what's more? I want to know more. All right, small, <laughs> smaller furry community gatherings called furry meets. <laughs> this is fucking amazing. Allow local furry enthusiasts to meet and socialize. Oh. And oh. in the online space, you can... You can participate in internet forums and chat programs, whether creating your own persona, sharing or reading furry content, what, or chatting with other furries online. The internet offers new ways to engage with the community. Role-playing in particular is a way to explore furry sex online. Okay. Furries often role-play as their personas in in the virtual world with other furries. This can be created... Virtual world. Yeah. This can be... A creative outlet for furries to socialize in low-stakes environment. For others, it can be a space for sexual ex- exploration. That explained nothing to me. So I want to know how they're having sex. Well, they they got somehow they got the costume. Maybe they just got the head and the tail. Okay, intersex is a group of conditions which there is a discrepancy between the external genitals and the internal genitals. The testes and the ovaries. So basically, you, you is that is that is that that's what, kind of a, uh, so you say intersex. Yeah, it's a person has the chromosomes of a woman, the ovaries of a woman, but external outside genitals that appear male. So it's basically just a huh a what? This the the most often is your phone being so close. No. Yeah, and or you're up against your cord. Something's giving you interference. But anyway, it's just, it's just a, it's, you got, you could probably, you have the male, sorry, you have the male, you know, outies and the woman innies. Oh, that's weird. How the hell do you have sex? What did you just say? You have. Male innies and female outies? No, male outies, female and inside. Don't they call that. What parts? It said you could have the woman's ovary. That sounds like bullshit. The, and then on the I'm outside, you have the the bullshit. male the males protruding out. So you could basically be a worm and fuck yourself. Oh wow! You didn't like that, did you? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Woo! We got f- effects finally. <laughs> I don't know. 
that was weird. That was. I wonder if we're the only ones that uh, <laughs> heard that. That was perfect timing for that. So, okay. So these are these are. I'm trying to find a community. Let's see. I'll look for. Oh, that'd be fun. But no, I'm trying to find more information on this. But I pulled this up. I swear to God, they're not going to like my search history. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, furry convention uh 2022 how about 2023 uh, 2022 is over community convention chicago oh when's that one? Oh, uh, that one's over furry convention doesn't say anything about 2023 i want to find a furry convention <laughs> maybe we should go with like uh pellet, oh we should pellet guns in that neck like whoosh. how about this we get a party bus and we just bring a group of people and that's home where we're going <laughs> That sounds like fun. Furry community slang. What? So this, so this was an underground movement in the 1970s. Oh, I didn't know it started way back. Yeah, then. it was. It was a genre of comic books. Oh, it was. That, that, and it was was explicit. That depicted explicit explicit content. There you go. There's the furry right here. See my phone? Oh, I've seen the furry. What oh. the fuck? <laughs> I bet you. I bet you they're they're on the five times part. <laughs> so many of the so this was so this was all this all started as sexual i don't know if it started yeah as sexual. it did no it did this one i'm reading right now because there was a, a there was a comic called omaha the cat dancer which contains explicit sex sex voodie grew Felix the cat no omaha and that guy that was written by a uh, parrot cartoonist what's their names Fred Patton and Steve Galishi <clears throat> so there's <laughs> there's actual social dating sites for furries this is awesome that's crazy <laughs> furry dating and social networking <laughs> hey here, here's some crafts here's we some crafts laughing here's, this is hilarious here's some crafts no, these are the people that feel attacked, but why not? This is interesting. All right, fans, what these fans have craft skills. They create their own plush toys. What kind of fucking craft? I'm going to tell you. Their plush, own plush toys, as they refer to as plushies. Uh, they, they, well, they obviously build elaborate costumes. Plushies. That we figured out were called fursuits. Uh, let's see. What else? What else other crafts do they do? So they do oh you can be a sports mascot Ooh, i'd be fucking uh oh I'd be, that's a fur yeah i guess that would be wouldn't i'd it? be clark who's that the chicago bears chicago. i mean cubs yep oh god no i'd be what's the bulls oh benny the bull benny yeah i'd be benny the bull yeah he is kind of a badass <laughs> uh animatronic parts prosthetics makeup so that's how they have sex no this is this is their crafting oh I'm sure. I'm sure the prosthetics and animatronic parts are used, but and this. Oh man, role playing, anthro. Oh gosh. I know. I don't know that word either. I wish I did. But the personas, they are used for the role playing and muds. What the fuck is muds? Muds and M U D. Oh, multi-user dungeon. Oh my God, dungeon! No, 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 no. No, you're not into that. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you can be on the electronic mailing list. Mm -hmm. I don't think so. We should sign you up. 
No, you better fucking not. I wouldn't do that to you. So the longest running online furry role playing game is Furry Muck. <laughs> furry Muck. Furry Muck is the oldest and largest non-combat mud-style games in existence. It was founded. Mud-style games. It was founded in 1990 as an online gathering place for furry fans to meet and socialize in a virtual role-playing environment. Over the t- over time, Furry Muck has become one of the central focal points in furry fandom. The user base consisting of several thousand with over 150 users regularly signed in simultaneously. That doesn't seem like a lot. <laughs> 150 people has been around since the 90s? It's, 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 uh, it's a thing. I don't understand it. Furry muck. I'm, I want to look it up. I'm afraid to. Furry what? Furry muck. I want to know more. Furry Friday. The furry lifestyle. The phrases furry lifestyle and furry lifestyler first appeared in July 1996 in a news group, uh, Alt Fan Furry. <laughs> what the fuck? During an ongoing dispute within the online community, the Usenet news group, Alt Lifestyle Furry, was created to accommodate discussion beyond furry art and literature to, revolve, to resolve disputes concerning what should or should not be associated with the fandom. Oh, you gotta be fucking kidding me. Its members quickly adopted the term furry lifestylers and still considered and still consider the fandom and lifestyle to be separate social entities. They have defined of course it's very separate. <laughs> <clears throat> That's pretty fucking obvious. They have defined and adopted an alternative meaning the of the word furry specific to this group. A person with an important emotional spiritual connection with an animal or animals, real, fictional or symbolic. You gotta be fucking kidding me! <laughs> Merry Christmas, every furry. <laughs> oh my gosh! Okay, sexual aspects. This is what I was going. It's not even a big part. All right. When compared to the general population, homosexuality and bisexuality are overrepresented in the furry fandom. Yeah, I did not doubt that for a second. By about a factor of ten. Jesus. Of an, of the adult U.S. population, about 3.1 percent of those polled identify as bisexual, 1.4 percent as gay, and 0.7 percent as lesbian. Oh wait, oh, according okay. to the 2020 Gallup update. In contrast, according to, I just think that's what, that's what's really driving America too is those low type of numbers. In contrast, according to four different surveys, 14 to 25 percent of the fandom members members report homosexuality. 37 to 52% report bisexuality and 28 to 51% homosexuality, heterosexuality. Oh, God. Why 3 to 8% uh, is other forms of alternate sexual relationships. How does Crown Point spell point? P- <laughs> Just like the word point? Because it says Crown Point welcomes furry friends. What? Uh, but this is Greensburg. Residents at Crown Point assisted living. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Got to visit with some furry friends on Friday. Oh, boy. Boy, oh, boy. Another survey at a furry convention in 2013 found that 96.3% of male furry, furry respondents reported viewing furry pornography. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. Compared, no to, compared to 78% of females. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is fucking amazing. It is. It's crazy. It's, I was just, I, you know, 
Where is that? I, I ask, is that where the song "What Does the Fox Say" or something come from, or whatever? Is that where it comes from? I don't know. They didn't. They said no, but hell, you know, this is something. It's 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 a whole lifestyle. It, it's what's that's what's crazy to me. It's a whole lifestyle. I'm blown away by it. Absolutely blown away by it. I can't believe it. It is the craziest thing. <laughs> it's it's just it's just like I want to look more into it, but I I don't want to because I'm afraid I'm afraid what I'm going to come across. But it looks like we're going to FurryCon. <laughs> Where is it? It's a weird. You said Chicago. Well, no, there was there's uh, uh, Indy FurryCon. Oh, in Indy. There's we go a, to Indy. There's a future furry convention calendar. Oh, you got it. Yeah, man, oh. I found it quick. That's scary. Uh, uh, the closest one to us. Catro Fur, January sixth through the ninth. Holy convention. crap! Do they have a lot of them? Yeah, they do. What are they thinking? So the closest one to us is Bangkok, Thailand. The just horses no, in Bangkok. God. Bangkok with your fur. Um, I just registered you for one. This is worldwide. Yes. Jesus. It's a. It's a, It's an. It's not interesting. It's just weird. But then who's who? No, it's interesting. Who am it's, I to say it's weird? It's very interesting. Holy crap. So there's one in St. Louis that's close. One in Minnesota. Of course, there's one in Minnesota. Oh, shut up. Where at, did they say? Whitewater White State Park. Whitewater, don't know where that is. And that's in January. It's in January? January 13th to the 15th. It's a two-day two convention. Wow. There's a lot of furriness that needs to get going uh, well, on. Well, yeah, it's cold up there. They Ooh. need their fur. Columbus, Ohio, May 26th to 28th. No, it's got to be closer. That's the closest ones. There's nothing in Illinois? No. They're probably afraid with all the new fucking laws that are in there. <laughs> you can't be arrested or prosecuted for simple assault anymore. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm off this. Yeah, that was our topic of the day was furries. Furries? Oh, man. So you ready to hear about Sam Little? Sam Little? Yeah. Yeah. Who was he? Oh, he was Is this your true crime? Yeah. I want to say something. This true crime, I think Julie likes true crimes because I don't know if she wants to hear it all the time, but yesterday all she did was watch Criminal Minds. You ever watch it? Yeah. That's creepy. But that's just... But That's that's, that's serial killers and, and people yeah, but that's Yeah, but that's not... That's just a TV show. That's creepy too, though. If they get some, I don't know, these people who write this stuff. Well, they, I'm, I think they have like people that were in that industry that but were. She likes that, so she's going to like these true crime stuff. Well, it's the extreme. It's, uh, the most, I'm starting to wonder of, if I need to sleep with one eye open. Some of the most popular podcasts, podcasts a lot of the most popular TV shows out there are true crime. Probably so. Well, no, I mean, really, statistics that that I've been that I've been shown have been like I's not nothing I've looked up. Yeah. But things that people have shown me. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely some of the most popular stuff out there. Wow. Which is, hey, if we can get a little piece of that pie, 
I was oh like, yeah okay yeah i get it that way yeah but. i mean they can listen to all of our, all of our other bullshit People's, on the way up to this why, why you think we do it last they can listen to the other shit first <laughs> then People's you can hear obsession with gross it, here's the thing female obsession yeah because i really think that it is the female i really think like I, I really think it's heavily female uh you know i wonder that because julie reads a lot right and she's got this kindle and she's reading every time i say what's the book about it's somebody getting killed or something oh, like that. oh yeah it's like murder mayhem what the they hell? love it it's like it's like their biggest turn on it's, it's like that's their wet dream I, th- I, I think to go on a suicidal rage yeah if they could get away with if she could get away with killing me and have people not miss me <laughs> she, she'd probably do it just to just get, just, get that euphoric, just for the thrill yeah just get that euphoric feeling and go <laughs> Wow, no, I I agree too. It's 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 interesting. I can't believe it's, you know, I I can't believe females get off on it so much. But hey, if it's their thing, it's their thing, and I'm not gonna stop them from doing it. Maybe that's what we should do: is make a uh, a role playing thing for women that they could kill somebody, not really kill somebody, but act have like a dummy that's you know they could go and put an axe in their head and squirt blood. I'm pretty sure they call it Halloween. No, you know how they got these escape rooms? Yeah. You could do a room to where the lady goes in and she's talking to a guy and she just stabs him, you know, and just cuts his heart out or know whatever she's going to do to him. Give them the scenario that they want. Like yeah. They want to be like... A, how they a, can kill somebody. Yeah, they want to be a cannibal or they want yes. to be... Yes. I mean, that sounds like an interesting idea. I think we could make millions on it. Any women out there want to do a kill room? <laughs> a kill room. Oh, that'd be awesome. I think we can lot over calling in the kill room, but it's what it is. Though. Man, uh, how would you Murder. how how would you do that though? You'd have to have good uh, uh, one of those props, like in movies. You have, have incredible props. Imagine how expensive that would be to do something. Like hey, that. we open just one room up, and next thing you know, we'd probably be worldwide. We'd be right next to the furry room. Imagine, imagine calling ourselves, come to the kill room. I bet you people would come around. They would. They what would. are we going to call it? Yeah, we're going to call it kill room or are we going to call it women? Get your know, maybe, wildest fantasies I mean, off if anyone by has, killing I mean, somebody. If anyone has suggestions or even think that's a good idea, then we'll fucking do it. Hey. Why not? Any women out there listening, tell us if you want to kill Yeah, room. if you have a fantasy of just killing, killing. people, then... We're gonna hook you up. It hey. sounds like, and, and and on that note, we're gonna lead into oh Sam Little true crimes. But I do want to see. I no, now you're gonna be thinking about this. <laughs> it does sound work. like a great it idea. would work. <laughs> but can you imagine the, the some of these females? Because I bet you it would be female, heavy female based. And, and, and one thing, maybe it would just be stress relieving too. If they want to, you know, if I get her pissed off one day and she says, "I'm going to the kill room," and she just sits there bludgeoning the guy to death. <laughs> she kisses. She <laughs> come home with blood all over, and she'll go. Oh, I feel better. <laughs> would you stay have a 500 fucking <laughs> pound fucking mannequin? It was you, Mike. No, you gotta have it. You gotta have it a real like with blood and all that. Yeah, you know, if we can come up with a way to do it, I'm in. So am I. I do like kill room. <laughs> come join the kill room. That's interesting. Oh my god, that's interesting. We'll have to look into this more. <laughs> I'm intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued. All right, Sam Little. He was an American uh, serial killer who confessed to murdering 93 women from 1970 to 2005. In 2014, he was convicted of the murders of Linda Alford, Guadalupe. What year was it? 
he was committing murders from 1970 to 2005 for 35 years. Wow. Yeah, killed 93 people. <clears throat> and he was finally convicted. He was finally convicted in 2014. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that is your phone. Or it's you hitting your cord. That'll be okay. Uh, he was convicted of the murders of Linda Alford, Guadalupe, Durate, Apodoca, Abadaca. Jesus. Easier names, people. <laughs> Audrey Nelson Everett, and in 2018 for the murder murder of Denise Christie Brothers. The federal, the FBI's violent crime apprehension program has confirmed Little's involvement in at least 60 of the 93 he confessed to. The largest number of confirmed victims of any serial killer in the United States history. Sam Little was born as Samuel McDowell on June 7, 1940 in Reynolds, Georgia, to 16-year-old prostitute Bessie Mae Little and 19-year-old client Paul McDowell. So, soon after his birth, Little's family moved to Lorian, Ohio, where he was brought up mainly by his grandmother. He attended Hawthorne Junior High School. Where, hold on, did they say 16-year-old prostitute? Yeah. The fuck? That was his mother, right? Yeah, the seventies, man. Yeah, they're fucked up. Oh no, the forties. No, he was born June seventh, nineteen forty. Yes, it would have to be. Yes. Jesus, well, I guess that was like ripe age back in that day, huh? No, it's ripe age any old day. <laughs> Jesus, I think we've had this conversation. It's not ripe age for us. <laughs> Period. All right. Soon after his birth, Little's family moved to. Okay, I read that part. He attended Hawthorne Junior High School, where he had problems with discipline and achievement. By his own account, he began having sexual fantasies about strangling women as a child, starting when he was he saw room. when he saw his kindergarten che- teacher touch her neck. As a teenager, he collected true crime magazines depicting women being choked. In 1956, after being convicted of breaking and entering into property in Omaha, Nebraska, Little was held in an institution for juvenile offenders. Little moved to Florida to live with his mother in the late 1960s. 60s, working at various times as a cemetery worker and an ambulance attendant, by his own account. He said he then began traveling more widely and more run-ins with the law, being arrested in eight states for crimes and that included driving under the influence, fraud, shoplifting, uh, solicitation, armed robbery, aggravated assault, and rape. Little claimed that he took up boxing during his time in prison, referring to himself as a former prize fighter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're not a prize fighter in fucking prison. Why? It's probably where a lot of them were made. Yeah. In 1961, Little was sentenced to three years in prison for breaking into a furniture store in Lorien. He was released in 1964. By 1975, he, has, he had been arrested 26 times in 11 states for crimes including theft, assault, attempted rape, fraud, and attacks on a government official. In 1982, Little was arrested in... What? Pasagula, Mississippi, and charged with the murder of 22-year-old Melinda Rose Lepre. Now he was convicted on this. Is it he was charged. Okay. Who had gone missing in September of that year? A grand jury declined to indict him for the, the for her murder. However, while under investigation, Little was extradited to Florida and tried for a murder of a 26-year-old Patricia Ann Mount, whose body was found in September 1982. Prosecution witnesses identified Little in court as the person who spent time with Mount on the night before her disappearance. Due to mistrust of witness testimony, Little was acquitted in January 1984. Little moved to California where he stayed in the vicinity of San Diego. 
In October 1984, he was arrested for kidnapping, beating, and strangling a 22-year-old uh, Lori Barros, who survived. One month later, he was found by police in the backseat of his car with an unconscious woman, also beaten and strangled in the same location as the attempted murder of Barros. Little served two and a half years in prison for both crimes. What? That's it? For killing somebody? How long did he For get? attempted murder of oh. two people. Back and when was this? In the eighties, and he got two years only. Two and a half. Wow. Upon his release in nineteen eighty-seven, he immediately moved to Los Angeles and committed at least ten additional murders. Immediately, immediately, <laughs> killed ten people. Little was arrested in on September fifth, two thousand twelve, at a homeless shelter in Louisville, Kentucky, and extradited to California to face a narcotics charge. After which, authorities used DNA testing to establish he was involved in the murders of Linda Alford, killed in July 13, 1987, uh, Guadalupe, on uh, September 3, 1987, Audrey Nelson Everett, killed in, on August 1989. Uh, all three men were killed and later found on the streets of Los Angeles. He was extradited to L.A., where he was charged on January 7, 2013. A few months later... A few months later, the police said that Little was being investigated for involvement in three dozen murders committed in the 80s, which until then had been dis- undisclosed. In connection with the new circumstances in Mississippi, the LaPrey murder case was reopened. In total, Little, Little was tested for involvement in nine, 93 murders of women committed in many states. Little was tried for the murders of Alfred Nelson and Abudaka. In September 2014, the prosecution presented the DNA evidence as well as the testimony of the witnesses who were attacked by, who were attacked by the accused at different times throughout his criminal career. On September 24, 2014, Little was found guilty and was sentenced to life imprisonment without the possibility of parole. On the day of the verdict, Little, conti- Little continued to insist on his innocence. Before his death, <laughs> yeah. Before his death, Little was serving the sentence at the California State Prison in L.A. County. On November 9, on November 9, 2018, Little confessed to the 1996 uh, fatal strangulation of Melissa Thomas. On November 13, Little was charged in the 1994 murder of Denise Christie Brothers in Odessa. After having confessed, uh, confessed the crime to a Texas Ranger in May 2018, Little pleaded guilty to the murder of brothers on December 13th and received another life sentence. The Ector County, Texas District Attorney and Wise County, Texas Sheriff's Office announced on November 13th that Little had confessed to dozens of murders and may have committed more than 90 across 14 states between 1970 and 2005. On November 15th, 2018, the Russell County, Alabama District Attorney announced that Little had, earlier that month, confessed to the 1979 murder of 23-year-old Brenda Alexander, whose body was found in Phoenix City, Alabama. <clears throat> on November 16, 2018, Jesus. I dropped something. <laughs> I can tell. In 2018, Macon, Georgia, sheriffs announced that. I thought. Okay, go ahead. What? I thought he was in prison. He was, but he was confessing to all these. So he's finally getting. Oh, okay, okay. So he's, okay. Finally char- he's finally getting charged for them. Uh, Georgia sheriffs announced that Little had, had credibly confessed to the 1977 strangling murder of an un- unidentified woman 
1992 strangling murder of 18-year-old Fredona Smith. In the fall of 2018, Little confessed to the 1982 murder of 55-year-old Dorothy Richards and the 1996 murder of 40-year-old Daisy McGuire. Both their bodies were found in Huma, Louisiana. <clears throat> Excuse me. On November 19, 2018, Harrison County, Mississippi, Sheriff Troy Peterson said that Little had confessed to the strangling of 36-year-old Julia Crutchfield in the Gulfport area in 1978 and dumping her body off a cliff on november 20th 2018 lee county mississippi law enforcement officials announced that little admitted to killing 46 year old nancy carol stevens in tapello mississippi in 2005 and that case could be presented to the grand jury in 2019 on november 21st 2018 excuse me richland county South Carolina authorities announced that Little had confessed to murdering 19-year-old Evelyn Weston, whose body was found near Fort Jackson, South Carolina, in 1978. Little confessed to having killed 20-year-old Rosie Hill in Marion County, Florida, in 1982. On November 27, 2018, the FBI announced that a violent crime apprehension program team had confirmed 34 of Little's confessions and was working to match the remainder of Little's confessions to known murders or suspicious deaths. Little began making the confessions in exchange for transfer out of L.A. County Prison in which he was being held. One included his confession to a previous cold case homicide in Prince George County, Maryland, previously previously one of only two homicide cases in that county with unidentified victims. In December 2018, Little was indicted for strangling Linda Sue Boards, 23, to death in 1981 in Warren County, Kentucky. Her body was found May 15, 1981 near Route 68. One of Little's victims was identified in 2018 as Martha Cunningham in Knoxville County, Tennessee, who was 34 years old when Little murdered her in 1975. What's wrong? No, nothing. This guy is insane. Uh, May 31st, 2009, uh, Cahoyga County, Ohio prosecutors announced indictments with four counts of aggravated murder and six counts of kidnapping that accused Little of killing Mary Jo Payton in 1984 and Rose Evans in 1991 in Cleveland. Both victims were strangled and dumped. The body of Rose Evans, 32, was found in August 21, 1991 in a vacant lot on East 39th Street. She left her hometown of Birmingham, New York, when she was 17. Evans was strangled, according to coroner Elizabeth uh, Bahara, whatever. As for Peyton, the anthropologist had to create a model of what she looked like, but she remained unidentified until 1992 when Cleveland put her thumbprint in the FBI database and got a match. Little picked up Peyton at a bar on near East 105th and Euclid Avenues. He described her as a short, plump woman in her 20s with brown hair. Little confessed to killing her another Cleveland woman in 78 or, or 77 or 78. The woman murdered in 77 or 78 was found March 18th in 1983 in Willoughby Hills, Ohio, according to the National Missing and Unidentified Person Systems. She was likely black and somewhere between 17 and 35. The woman's body had been dumped down a grassy slope near a fence in a wooden area just off Interstate 271 when her body was found by a man walking his dog. Only her skeleton and skeleton, some clothing, and jewelry remained. Little confessed to killing one woman in Akron, Ohio, two in Cincinnati, 
One of the bodies was dumped outside Columbus, Ohio. One woman he met in Columbus and disposed of in Kentucky. He was just spreading them all over the place. <laughs> Jesus. One of the two women, Little, murdered in Cincinnati was identified as Anna Stewart, 33, whose body was dumped in Grove City, Ohio. Stewart was last seen October 6, 1981, getting out of a cab at a general hospital to see her sister in the hospital, now the University of Cincinnati Academic Health Center. She was killed on October 11th. He... Uh, he killed the other woman between 1980 and other women between 1980 and 1999. The the Jane Doe was anywhere from 15 to 50. What? Yeah, I guess probably just the way he dumped them and they just decomposed so much. They're just guessing. Wow. Uh, as the details of her age and the date of the murder was are unclear, she was black, slender, wore glasses, and lived in in the over the Rhine neighborhood of Cincinnati with a heavy female Hispanic. Hmm. Little left her uh, beside a cigarette billboard in Ohio on June 7, 2019. Little was indicted in Hamilton County, Ohio for, Hamilton County, Ohio for murdering the two women in Cincinnati. Little had drawn portraits of many women he killed. These portraits were released by the FBI in hopes of someone identifying the women. At least one He drew them portraits? Yeah, at least one woman one, at least one portrait solved a cold case in Akron, Ohio. In November 2020, Little confessed to two Florida murders for one which another man had been wrongly, wrongfully convicted for. On April 22nd, 20, on April 22nd, 2022, a woman uh, Little killed in Memphis, uh, Tennessee, whose body was found in Arkansas uh, in 1990, was identified as 30-year-old Zena Marie Jones. According to the FBI, Little confessed to the murders of the following individuals. I'm not going to read all those. Samuel Little, Samuel Little claimed to have strangled more than 93 people between 1970 and 2005, though many of his victims' deaths were first ruled as accidental overdoses. Many of Little's victims' bodies were never found, and the confessions he provided along with the sketch could not be matched to any known missing person. Little had a long-term girlfriend, Jean, since deceased, who, <laughs> who, who supported... Uh, His killing habits? Yeah, but no, she supported them both through shoplifting. He used a, wheel, he used a wheelchair with head diabetes and a heart condition. Little died December 30th, 2020, in L.A. County Area Hospital. Although California Department of Corrections and Rehabilitation Sources indicated no cause of death, Little suffered from diabetes, heart problems, and other health conditions. He didn't die in prison? He did die in prison. He died of just, he, he wasn't, uh, they didn't execute him, which he probably should have been executed. But no, he died of natural causes, what it sounds like, or just being fat ass. <laughs> That's fucked up, though. All these are. All these people are. But the fact that he committed so many crimes, he committed 26 crimes. He got, char he got charged and convicted of two attempted murders. It only did two years, two and a half. It did two and a half years to come out to kill to to, to kill ten people right away. That's right. What the fuck? <laughs> it really sounds like if our government did a better job. That's what I was thinking all the time. You or our, that, or, or the judicial system. A judicial judicial system did a better job. There'd be a lot less dead people. But then a guy who gets you know, who was the guy in New York City who Judge Columbo, or I think that was his name, gave ten years for having two joints. 
Oh yeah, that's insane. Yeah, you can spend life in prison for having some weed on you. Yeah. But you go, you go try to kill somebody or beat the shit out of them. Yeah. You're good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I'd like to before I think we're about done, aren't we? Yeah, I think. so. I want to interject something about size does matter. Jeez. <laughs> oh, this is a results of a woman's is this, survey. Is this all from the furry conversation? Well, kind of, but it's about women too. This is the results of a woman's survey on size. The women's response: it says two inches. I can't even hold it. Three inches, never been so unsatisfied. Four inches, I've had bigger than that, than it. Five inches, good, but I wish it was bigger. Six inches, perfect. Seven, love it. Eight inches, wow, but can't have it all. Nine inches, painful, but manageable. <laughs> Ten inches, too much pressure on stomach. Now this survey, was actually a customer's feedback on different sizes of Subway sandwiches. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you perverts are thinking. That's exactly what I was thinking. What the hell? And where the hell do you get those type of sandwich sizes? I thought they only had 6 inch and 12 inch. Well, you know, you can eat 10 inches of a 12 inch and 9 inches of a 12 inch, so you get a 12 inch and eat 9 of it. Oh my God. Oh my god! I didn't see that coming at all. I like seven inches. Love it. Oh my gosh! Well, I guess uh, let Mike know how many inches you like. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus! Oh my god! I'm not even sure that's yeah. And uh, before we leave, I'd like to say: never send a beer in. Never send in a beer to do the work of a fucking tequila shot. What? <laughs> I, said, I do like tequila, though. Yeah. I said, never send a beer in to do a fucking tequila shot. Oh, I still don't get it. I don't either. It's just something that's... It's like me saying, I'd rather have a bottle in front of me than a frontal lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. All right, hey, I'm done. You're killing me. All right, And yes. this was fun. Yeah. Hey, I'm glad you're back. Hey, me too. I'm still I, a little I'm, sick, a little stuffy. It's like, okay. You know... Hey, that's nuts. I missed you. Everyone else missed you. And nobody misses me. Everybody misses you. Yeah. Okay. Everybody misses you. Don't be a dick. Send me some emails saying how much you missed me. I'll send you all kinds of emails. Okay. And remember, size does matter. And yeah. Apparently, in subway sandwiches. But hey, don't forget to check us out on our website. It's thebendedbottlepodcast.com. You can hear us everywhere. I'm Travis Poisel. And I'm Mike, the size Cisco. <laughs> Have a good night, everyone. Bye. <laughs>